0: I can stack them hundreds to the roof. Fine, stop until they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go Anybody against, against me gotta against me lose. Me go lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. If this is your first time listening, this is a entrepreneurship slash personal development podcast. Welcome. We are going to take your face and smack the shit out of it, probably punch it a few times and make you cry, and then you're going to go home and think about who the fuck you are, and you're going to make adjustments. And my goal, my hope, my wish for you is that you make adjustments to become the motherfucking CEO of you. And what is a motherfucking CEO? Realize that you don't have to be a stuffy, weird nerd to be a CEO, and you are the CEO of you whether you realize it or not. Most people never even real really like, realize that. Most people go through life looking to take direction, looking to take orders, looking to be a responder to other people's inputs. They look to live in a reactionary state, And that's just not the way to live. The way to live is to understand that you're in control of your decisions and your decisions will create certain outcomes. And if you do that with a little bit of confidence, with a little bit of swagger, you will become a motherfucking CEO as well. And what I'm going to talk about today, oh, and by the way, Tuesdays, we do uh, our longer podcast. Thursdays, we do shorter podcasts. Um, You know, this is going to be five to 10 minutes or something like that. So... What I want to talk about today, guys, is this, all right? We are taught our entire lives that people who seek influence, that people who seek power are somehow wrong. Look at what anybody tells us growing up. They'll say, oh, that guy's the leader of this, or that guy's the leader of that, and they'll say, well, he's an egomaniac, or he's got something wrong with him, or he's a narcissist, or he's this, or he's that. They always follow it up with something negative to insinuate that it's wrong and uh, morally misaligned to seek power. But I wanna ask you a couple questions. Uh, number one, do you consider yourself a good person? And number two, do you seek power? If you answer yes to both those questions, great. You've already got it figured out. But if you answer yes to the first and no to the second, you are what's wrong with this society. You're the reason that the world isn't a better place. Let me explain. I know I talked about the Greek shit the other day in the Arte podcast, but I'm going to talk about it again. Have you ever seen the movie Troy? It's based on the Greek epic story, the Iliad. All right? It's not the greatest movie of its kind. If you've seen it, you know that. It's it's a lot of cheese. But it has good moments. And in the movie, Brad Pitt plays Achilles and Eric Bana plays the Prince Hector, all right? Achilles is like the undisputed badass warrior of his day. No one even comes close. He's a fucking legend. And even though the movie portrays him in a slightly positive light, in the real story, he's not a good guy. He's the bad guy. He's self-centered. He's egotistical and for lack of a better terms, he's a douchebag. All right. Now, Prince Hector is different. He's, he's valiant. He's respectable. He's a loving husband and father. He genuinely loves the people of his kingdom that he leads. All right. He's a really good dude. And at one point in the story, Achilles and Hector fight. And guess what? Hector gets in a few good licks. All right. But at the end of the day, Achilles embarrasses him and kicks his ass and fucking kills him. And then to insult his entire. Uh, Community, he straps Hector's dead body on the chariot and drags him around on the battlefield to show off just so he can rub it in. And I was watching this movie with my wife and she was shocked. She was like, wait, so Achilles just kills Hector? That's not like the way it's supposed to go. Hector's the good guy, he's supposed to win. The good guy always wins. Wrong. The good guy doesn't always win. Here's the reality. Whatever our teachers taught us in elementary school, whatever stories they used to read us to make us feel good and nice and fluffy like they love to do, the good guys definitely don't always win. You know those 300 Spartans everybody loves to talk about, you know, and get tattoos of and talk about how they're a fucking Spartan too? Well, guess what? If you're a fucking Spartan, you're a fucking loser because they fought hard and they were badasses. But in the end, guess what? Xerxes won. That's the reality, all right? In 1939, the noble people of Poland fought valiantly against the invading Germans. But in 18 days, 18 days, they got completely fucking destroyed by the Nazis. Good guys don't always win. If you listen to my podcast I did with my good friend Randall Pitch, his mom escaped Cambodia when it was being ruled by the communist leader Pol Pot, He and his regime successfully killed almost three million of his fellow countrymen. And sure, he died in a jail cell at age 73, but does that mean the good guys won? Absolutely not. So this idea that good people always win because they're good is complete fucking bullshit. All right? Homer, the dude that wrote the Iliad, not Homer Simpson from Springfield, all right, was Greek. And the Greeks knew that the good guy doesn't always win. They knew the person who always win is the person who is the best, the biggest, the strongest, the fastest, and bottom line the most powerful. And yeah, it sucks, but it's true. Sometimes the most powerful person is selfish. Sometimes the most powerful person is a douchebag. Sometimes the most powerful person is the bad guy. They are evil. Which brings me back to my original questions. Are you a good person? Do you always try to do the right thing? Do you always treat people with kindness and respect? Do you tell them the truth? Do you give more than you take? Do you do what you can to help people? Are you committed to making the world a better place? Good. Those are all great qualities to have. I don't think anybody would argue that. But do you seek power? Do you work hard to become physically, emotionally, and mentally stronger? Do you try to become the best at everything you do and to perfect your mindset, your habits, and your skills so that you can lead other people on the same path that you're on? Do you try to position yourself as the decision maker and influencer, not just in your own home and in your own life, but in every square inch of this earth and in every life in the whole world, because that's your obligation if you're morally aligned. That's your obligation if you're morally correct. That's your obligation if you come from integrity and you have a good heart and you're doing the right thing by others. I get it, power can be abused. It can be used for evil, but it doesn't need to be. And we don't have enough people who are cut from the right cloth, who are cast from the right mold, out there seeking positions of power and influence. We need people like you. We need people like you to infect and instill the proper morals into the next generations. You cannot sit there and be quote unquote good and think that you're living a moral life because that's not enough. We need your influence. We need your voice. We need your power. And all the people who told you it was wrong to seek power, it was egotistical to seek power, it was selfish to seek power, are people who don't understand what it can do for good. If good people won't exert power, if good people won't seek power, if good people won't spread the message of what it means, bad people will. And when that happens... The good guys definitely aren't going to win, and I want you to think about that.